0: Hi everyone, welcome to DAC Beechcroft's LawCast. I'm Beth Brown, a Pensions Partner in the National Employment, Pensions and Immigration Group
1: and I'm joined by Kerry Fuller. Hi everyone, I'm a Legal Director in the team and an Employment Specialist. So to finish off the year, we're going to pick out some of the key takeaways from our LawCast episodes this year. So this episode should serve as a good refresher for employers. Beth is going to start by taking you back to the episode about different types of pension schemes. Over to you, Beth.
0: Thanks, Kerry. You'll remember that we talked about different types of pension schemes, covering both contract based schemes and trust based schemes. Very briefly, a contract based pension scheme involves an individual contract between an employee and a pension provider, whereas a trust based pension scheme is as you would expect, set up under trust, usually by an employer for the benefit
1: of a group of employees. I do remember that episode, Beth. So what was the key point for employers in that episode? In the
0: current market, it's important for employers to consider the benefits they are offering in order to attract and retain talent. And this includes the pensions they're offering to employees employers might want to think about whether they are providing a pension that gives their employees the benefits that they want and need for their retirement. This could be relevant for employees an employer already has, as well as those employees which an employer acquires following a tupi transfer. And on that note, I will transfer over to Kerry to talk about
1: tupi Thanks, Beth. Yes, so tupi can apply where there is a relevant business transfer Which um, means that there's the transfer of a business, an undertaking or part of a business where there is a transfer of an economic entity that retains its identity. And it also applies where there's a service provision change, too. Um, In very broad terms, TUPI seeks to protect employees' rights. So if TUPI applies, then contractual employment rights transfer to the new employer. But this does not always include pension rights, does it, Beth?
0: No, it doesn't, Kerry. Most rights under occupational pension schemes do not transfer under TUPE. However, any provisions of an occupational pension scheme which do not relate to benefits for old age, invalidity, or survivors will pass to the new employer under TUPE. This means that certain defined benefit pension rights, such as enhanced redundancy and early retirement terms, under an occupational pension scheme do transfer to a new employer on a TUPI transfer. You will also no doubt remember that if a seller contributes to a personal or stakeholder pension scheme in respect of the transferring employees, the pensions rights under contracts and employments will transfer under TUPI. Also, new employers have to provide transferring employees with minimum pension benefits. From an employer's perspective, it's important to understand what benefits, transferring employees receive from their current employer, and what benefits a new employer will have to provide to employees transferring under TUPE. This will be in in addition to ensuring that every employer complies with their automatic enrolment duties.
1: Good point, Beth. So every employer in the UK has to automatically enrol certain workers into a qualifying pension scheme. I recall that there were different categories of workers who had to be treated differently, Beth. Is that right? Good memory, Kerry.
0: Yes, for automatic enrolment purposes, workers are categorised as one, eligible job holders who must be automatically enrolled into a qualifying pension scheme, two, non-eligible job holders who must be given the right to opt into a qualifying pension scheme, and three, entitled workers who must be given the right to join a pension scheme but it need not necessarily be a qualifying pension scheme. I'm not going to go into the detail again in this episode but I think the key takeaway for employers is to keep assessing their workers and make sure that they're complying with their automatic enrolment duties.
1: On that note, Beth, we're seeing lots of clients undertake an audit of their automatic enrolment processes. I seem to think this is on employers' minds at the moment. I'm not surprised, actually, Kerry. I can't believe it's now been 10 years since automatic enrolment was introduced. Yes, time flies, doesn't it? Um, So as well as looking back, we also had an episode where we looked at some new notification obligations which were due to come into force. Is that right, Beth? Yes, that's right, Kerry. We
0: talked about some changes to the notifiable events regime that employers with a defined benefit pension scheme will have to comply with. You will remember that there are some changes to be introduced which will require employers to provide notification of certain events and at different stages, for example, when a decision as principal is made or when main terms have been proposed. The Key takeaway for employers sponsoring a defined benefit pension scheme is to ensure that they are aware of the notification regime changes being introduced so that when these changes do come into force, they can comply with them.
1: Great. Thanks, Beth. So I think we've got four key takeaways for employers this year, and they are to keep their pension arrangements under review. Secondly, if there is a relevant TUPI transfer, to make sure that they're providing transferring employees with the required pension benefits. Thirdly, to constantly monitor their automatic enrolment processes to make sure employers are complying with their automatic enrolment obligations. And finally, for employers to keep up to date on pension law changes and developments, of which there are many, including the changes to the notification regime. Is that right, Beth? That sums it up quite nicely, Kerry
0: um and obviously listening to these law cast episodes can help with keeping up to date on pension law and developments. indeed so i think all that is left to say is thank you for listening and happy holidays
1: yes and happy new year to all our listeners too we'll see you in 2023 bye bye